Hey ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mel Herbert here for your Elon Daily. This, I don't even know the date. What is it? It's the 4th today, so it's going to be the 5th. It's going to be Monday the 5th. That is a guess, because I'm actually recording this in a Chevy Impala in Indiana. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, a Chevy Impala in Indiana. It is very hot outside and very humid, but we're here at a wedding, and it's the Sunday party, and the house is out of control, but I've decided I just need to slip out for a second and uh, do the show because I missed it on Friday and I'll be flying back tonight. And by the time I get home, it will be late. I'll be tired. There'll be no uh, Elon Daling tonight. But a couple of things to uh, chat about. First of all, here in Indiana, near Indianapolis, about half an hour out of the big city. I've got to say, I you know, have relatives here. I've been coming here for a number of years, 15 years or so. And the last few times, obviously, been looking for electric vehicles and found absolutely none of them. But this time, probably a couple of years since I was here last, a lot of Model 3s. Not like in California Model 3s, where you can't spit without spraying mucus over six or seven of them. But here, there's definitely an increase in the number of Teslas, even a couple of Xs just driving around here in what is basically giant suburbia land. So that'd make me excited, although I was also looking for sort of charging infrastructure at the local Walmarts and at the drug stores and I didn't really see it like again in California it's hard to spit without hitting sort of a level two charger but anyway it's good to see things are moving along here as well let's first of all then talk about free unlimited supercharging that's right because Tesla has announced that they're going to do free unlimited supercharging again now, this is after they had it when Teslas first came out, and it was a big thing. A lot of people bought their Teslas. You had free unlimited supercharging for S and X. It went with the vehicle. You would sell the vehicles. The free supercharging would go with the vehicle. It was uh, pretty cool. Then it went away, and Elon correctly said this. It's probably not cost-effective to do this, to have this free unlimited supercharging for the life of the vehicle. And so they've changed it a number of different ways. And he also said this, which I think is really important. It probably doesn't promote good behavior. And what I think he meant by that is when you've got free supercharging, you tend to drive a lot and more than you otherwise would if you didn't, is my guess. Or you would charge at the supercharger when you should charge at home, for example. I know a a lot of Tesla owners, when they first got their S and X and stuff, became, you know, people who started to drive a lot just for fun. And you can see wiping out sort of the carbon footprint of having the car where you would normally just drive it, say, 100 miles a week for work and a few other things. But then you just, the car is so nice to drive and it's free, in quotation marks, to drive. You end up driving two or 300 miles a week because you spend the weekends just driving around. So I could see that that would be another way that it doesn't promote good behavior. But um, it's back. For how long? I don't know. Will it help sell cars? Yes. Which ones? I think S and X. The smart thing here is for this just to be for S and X and for it not to be on three. Otherwise, uh, they won't have that differentiator. And I think right now what we're seeing, despite what Elon then they're saying, is that there is sort of, because of three, this pressure on S and X, reduce sales, because the 3 is such a good car, do I really need to spend twice as much on it in S and X? So you need to continue to differentiate it. One way to do that is free unlimited supercharging, and you can do the math on it, because these are such expensive cars anyway. And you can basically roll that cost into the charge for the car. So you can say over the life of this car, it might use five, six, seven thousand dollars $7,000 worth of supercharging. Let's call it free and just add it to the price of the car. But there's something psychological about having just spent a lot of money on a car, but saying at least 
I get free supercharging. How do they fix this promoting good behavior thing? I don't know. It's a little bit um, of the same old thing though with Tesla. They say one thing and then they do another. And it's, you think, well, there was a deeply philosophical point that was put forward by Elon. And then five minutes later, when it doesn't work out, they just change it. It is just part of Elon and it is part of Tesla. Whatever is true one week may not be true the next. There is a general philosophical move forward to improving uh, renewable energy and sustainable cars and all of this stuff. But in the details, they are all over the place like a duck's breakfast. Speaking of SNX, another reason to buy SNX is that they're one of the least stolen cars in the US. I don't think we have data on Model 3 yet. But we've known this for quite a long while. They have really not stolen very much, the old S and the X. And that's partially because they are plugged in. A lot of them are plugged in at night, charging up in the garage. And stealing cars often is, you go for the car that's the easiest to get. It's sort of sitting out on the road or it's in a parking lot and I can quickly like jump it and get the heck out of there. Breaking into somebody's house to do that increases the degree of difficulty. So that may be one reason. Another reason may be that there is a bunch of security features that are on S, X, and 3, like sentry mode, but also like the fact that you can track it. And so for known for a long time that S and X are not very often stolen. So this just makes you feel a lot better, right? The most stolen car here in the United States is the Challenger SRT Hellcat. It's about a $65,000, $70,000 car. Stolen a lot. Now, the reason you don't want your car stolen is multiple. One, it's a hassle. Having your car stolen, going out and going, where the hell's my car? I've got to go to work right now and it's not there. And insurance cost, obviously, at some point, if you have the most stolen car versus the least stolen car, there's going to be some difference in insurance cost based on that. And I expect that Model 3 will have the same kind of, it'll be the same kind of thing with Model 3. It'll be very uncommonly stolen. Next up is the, the boring company in China. So Elon is speaking at a artificial intelligence conference in China at the end of the month, August 29th through 31st. So it'll be interesting to see what comes out of that. But at the same time, they're launching the Boring Company in China. They recently raised $120 million. Plus, they also signed a $50 million contract in Vegas. And so this will be interesting, unlike here in the U.S., where there's a lot of skepticism. There's a lot of different groups that are trying to say the Boring Company is stupid. I think in China, just like we saw with or are seeing with Gigafactory 3, if the feds in China get on board with Boring Company, you will see a massive number of boring holes being built so fast. And this will actually be the proving ground for whether it actually works. I still, I still think we don't really know if this is another genius idea, these small holes that you can build very fast that you put electric cars in, or if it's uh, failed. But I think in China, we'll find out very quickly. So don't be surprised if in the next few years, if it's working, you see first a small number of boring holes in China, and then a quite massive number of boring holes in China. You can imagine in somewhere like Shanghai, with the population density that it has and the traffic problems that it has, if this works, yeah, you'll see 30 different levels of boring company holes because that might have a real effect. And we won't see that here until the proof of concept is shown overseas. It's a little bit sad, actually, because the U.S. used to be very gung-ho, used to be the leader in all of this stuff. And I think you're seeing this sort of the post-American world where China really is for financial reasons, just for growth reasons, for technological reasons, and because of the way they run their government, that they are going to be the leaders in a lot of this stuff. And although the technology might be you know, started in the US, it's really going to get developed in other places. I got a really funny picture today from a friend of mine, Kevin Milne. 
and he sent me a picture of a guy in a you know a 10 gallon hat and he says how long will it be until the first country song is about um, an electric car or a car that has ai then drives itself a self-driving car that leaves a man from the country and goes off with another man from the country i thought it was funny and then tesla europe let's talk about that for a second car sales are down overall in europe by a fairly massive amount and yet in tesla land Tesla tripled its uh, first half of the year sales compared to last year. And they're the best-selling premium sedan in the U.S., the Model 3 is. So, again, in the face of reducing car sales across the world, here is Tesla increasing car sales, you know, doubling, tripling car sales, becoming the best-selling premium sedan in Europe. Diesel car sales, on the other hand, have crashed. So when you read about, you know, demand for Teslas, we have to remind ourselves the demand for cars overall in Europe, in China, in the US is starting to go down, whereas Tesla's is going up. And so overall, the story for Tesla right now is really pretty good, even though they might have to sell some, you know, free supercharging to get people to buy the more expensive S and X. And finally today, I'll talk about Dogmo. Dogmo is a mode you can have in your Tesla so that if it gets hot in the car, the air conditioning will turn on and keep the temperature sort of under 100 degrees, for example. Well, a Tesla user found that if you put on dog mode, but then manually change the fan speed before you get out, it actually turns off dog mode. So this is a fairly big bug. You think that the, you know, the animals in the car are going to be protected, but you change the fan speed and they're not. Huge bug. But the good news is within 48 hours, Tesla started pushing out a fix for this. And this is why over-the-air software updates are a huge, massive, really enormous advantage that Tesla has over current traditional automakers. That'll change, I think change fairly quickly, but just the way uh, Tesla is able to do this stuff, huge. So my name's Mel Herbert, the show is Elon Dale. It's part of the Talking Tesla Network. We're gonna have a big show, a large show, a grand show taped this week in the new upgraded studio. And I'll talk to you more tomorrow, and it won't be in the cabin of a Chevy Impala where there is no dog mode, and where it is currently approximately 180 degrees. This has got to end right now. I'm dying here. Talk to you tomorrow.